Lock Ticket with the programming. I am Chase Ingram. I'm Captain America. And along with me is Bill Grundler. Wolverine. Sup, bro? Sup, Cont- you South Central guy. Oh, is... You other guy. Yeah, West Coast. You are. West Coast. Anyway, bro. West Coast talking West Coast, trash. West Coast. Y'all, we're talking about the Open. We're talking about yeah. the Open. Uh, have you seen some of the Open uh, content? And I'm not going to say... People you have been listening, put out there. but I do see, <laughs> I do see uh, annual fitness check-in. I've seen that put out there in in writing. And I'm like, okay, good. Well, yeah, good. there you go, guys. No, good. I, I've I've seen some I've seen some that are uh, not the way that would draw me in necessarily, mm-hmm. but I like that they're putting stuff out there because I mean, again, like, what is the open supposed to be? It's the broad you know, net. So yeah, it's, it's different get, than what it was. That other way of telling people. Yeah. yeah. It's different than what it was. And I feel like, uh, the, when, when did we, we talked about this, I think during the announcements of like the top 25% go to quarterfinals and all that stuff right. broke and everyone's like, Oh, can we just make it like it used to be? And I'm like, Hey, listen, just let it go. Yeah. It won't be. It, it won't be. <laughs> and listen, that's okay. Cause yeah. the new open is now called quarterfinals. Quarterfinals is more prestigious than the last than the previous opens used to be that we all fell in love with. So we just kind of shift our attention that way, and that's where we want to go. Hey, you qualified for the first stage of the competition. That's right. Open participation, quarterfinals competition. You signed up and paid to be here. You qualified to be here. Now let's party, right? Or or now let's get serious. Open party. The fitness fun run. It is. It's a fitness party, man. It is. It's a fitness party. It's, it's the. It's the. It's the rock and roll half marathon. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's a rock. It's like yeah, you're running a half marathon. Okay. Yeah. But you get to have some good music. Probably some beers afterwards. Mm, beers. Get to hang out. Was it forty hands. double unders or was it like thirty? Uh, I think. And it was power uh, snatches, not hang power. I think it was thirty and fifteen. I think it was. Yeah, it was a weird number. Yeah, I remember. But close, yeah, Ryan. Yeah. We we do remember that one, maybe a bit better than you. Uh, but thank you for being here. <laughs> uh, hey, okay, so throw I'll throw this one up real quick here. Um, Sarah, uh, I I don't think I, I'll say this for my gym. I honestly, and I'm I'm slow to the game. I will admit. Uh, but we just kind of really started pushing it this week, like talking about it, putting it up on the whiteboard, telling people about it. Um, not for any other reason other than the fact that I just got kind of caught up in what I was doing and, and other things. And we get the people kind of rolling and that sort of deal. But really making the shift to be like, hey, this is what the open is. Mm. This is what we're going to do. It's going to be a big party. We're going to do a Friday night lights, like that type of thing. So I'm getting everybody. I'm working to get everyone on board right now. Um, nice. Getting, getting all, making sure all the coaches are all signed up as far. Like I'm doing the judges course right now. Stupid judges course. Listen, it's way like I did the I judges it. course and got my group signed up. I'm still an affiliate owner, right? It's yeah. just, it's a different name, and it's uh, in my garage. But I do have four people. There you <laughs> we go. We got a team. We got two girls, two guys, and we <laughs> <laughs> we may be all over the age of 38. And, and, and Dylan is going to be great on that. Team yeah, Dylan is going to do his best. <laughs> and uh, the judges' course is way better than it was in years past, especially last year. I'm like which halfway I think, through. I'm halfway yeah, through. It's not bad. 
Um, yeah. The thing I really like about what they did for the judges course is that they separated the questions uh, for the for the big exam, okay. right? Because you do those like three or five question things to just review what you went through. But the end big test where it was like, hey, you have five things to look at, whether they're no reps, reps, or good or bad. And then at the end, you're like, well, you went six or you got three out of the five. Do it yeah. over. I'm like, fuck, which one? Or I guess they do tell you, but I was, yeah, yeah, now yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like, if you miss that one, you just take that one again. They don't combine it, which is really oh, that's kinda it, nice. It's, it was very nice. That's nice. Yeah. Very nice. Cause there was always one out of the 20 that would throw me off. Like it's a video review and I'm like, I can't tell if he's touching the bar on the chest bar. I can't tell if the toes are touching. I can't, I can't see. Dude. I, I, okay. Yep. Yes. It, some of it's challenging, which is okay. Push our, push our eyeball a little bit, but. I will say this year's judges course way better uh, than last year. I'm already signed up for the open. I know you tend to do it late. Are you in yet? Or I haven't, you, I haven't you do the classic. I, I know. Remember last year. Uh, last like, year we made you do it open. on the show. <laughs> no, you're not going to do that this time. God dang it. <laughs> Who else is in the um, open? If you guys are watching, let us know in the chat. Um, I, I, I haven't signed up officially yet, but I, I mean, obviously it's in the plan. I'm just trying to get all the back end stuff so that I can have yeah, the affiliate yeah. so that everyone can sign into it. So I got to, Taking care of all that stuff. I'm in there though. I'm good, there. good. I even, even though I got to do 35 pound dumbbells. Oh yeah, that's weird. You, yeah, you're. Uh, yeah, really oh, dude, I have that. been waiting for this moment since the day we met that you age up to 55 and totally disrupt the whole system of <laughs> how out of date <laughs> the programming is. Oh, uh, Bill Grunler yeah. using a 35 pound dumbbell to do dumbbell snatches is probably that's the most dumb, laughable. That's my demo. As a coach, you never use the weight you're supposed to do when you yeah. demo. Empty right? barbells, PVC pipes, and lightweight. 35 pound dumbbells. 35 pound dumbbells, yeah. <laughs> that's what I got to use. So well, we'll see. Yeah. Let's see. Who's in? Who's in? Andrew, Stan? Yeah, you're in. Yeah. Every year since 2013. Wow. So is this year 10 for you or 11? 10, 10, 11. David's uh, in. Yeah. I'm in every year. Every year. I'm excited this year because I didn't get to fully participate last year. Uh, oh, right, hey. You did the, one day you did the, I did the whole shoulder surgery thing, and then I did the adaptive uh, upper body extremity right. version of the, of the workouts. That's right. Uh, for those of you guys that are like laid up or banged up, it's like there are alternatives. You can still be a part of the community while you do it for fun, right? I wasn't on their actual leaderboard. I was just taking ones and zeros on the, on the real one, but I was doing the workouts that were programmed for the situation that I was in, which was one shoulder functional. Uh, yeah. I'm uh, hit my one year mark yesterday. That's great. So it's supposed to be a 12 month full recovery. Uh, I fully, if the, you guys are just joining us, I, I fully tore my uh, super, super spinatus and infraspinatus uh, rotator cuff tendons. You have four. I, I tore off two of them. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like August of 50% right there. 50%. Yeah. I, really? I, I think I half asked it if, if we're just being That's honest right. <laughs> and a year. Yeah. So a year I go to the doctor tomorrow to get hopefully cleared. Um, for the most part, everything feels good. Uh, just a few, like some couple degrees of range of motion uh, needed back, which I'll be honest, my, my overhead positioning for, shoulder overhead or snatches or overhead squats has always been good. And I, I, I worked on that to get there, but I would say is that 
not that I took it for granted, but for those that don't have the best overhead position, damn, those things are hard. <laughs> right? Like, and I, dude, I'm the same I way. Like, like, oh. I have great range of motion, but the second I have a shoulder issue, you're like, oh, dang. Yeah. I can't just do that. Now mm -hmm. I have to do that weird squat that everybody else does just to kind of keep it over Right, my like head. the yeah. <laughs> push my knees forward, pull the bar back. <laughs> right, right. So, uh, no, it's been good. It's been, uh, it's been really good, but, um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to do the open. I'm curious what it is. I'm going to talk to Boz Friday, uh, just more about open plans. Some get some, maybe try to get something out of them of, of what they're looking at the open is how they approach the programming and how that, uh, moves into quarterfinals and how they're assessing the extra 15% into quarterfinals and how that can affect uh, affiliate owners and what they're thinking about and what they're looking at. So I'm excited for that com uh, conversation. And uh, the most exciting conversation will also be on Friday. And if you guys remember, is that we started the Glassman Chipper about a year ago. Right? About a year ago. A little, yeah. little, oh, little over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little over a year ago. It's coming back. The Glassman Chipper CrossFit Journal Series is coming back on Friday at the same time. And this article for us is actually called, uh, it's, it's for Bill and my son, uh, oddly enough, that we're talking about the Open. <laughs> Me and Dylan hanging out. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and it is uh, affectionately called Seniors and Kids. And that is what we'll be going through with these articles. Some of them are long, some are short. This is just a two-pager. But as we work ourselves into the open, we, uh, we, we will talk about that. And the, uh, the, the, this, we posted this quote, I would say, as we quote Greg Glassman, because these are all of his writings, and we just want to celebrate that, is uh, this line that says, Our kids and seniors squat, deadlift, push press, push jerk, clean and jerk, snatch, pull up, dip, push up, bench press, back, hip extension, sit up and rope climb. Less weight, fewer reps, more rest as needed, but the intensity is all that is needed to accommodate anyone's special needs or requests. And I was like, yeah, that's great. That's the whole point. So the CrossFit Journal will be coming back on Friday, which I'm very excited. I, I, I cannot, I tell you what, man, I cannot wait to talk about that because I think there are a lot of misconceptions about um, programming for different age groups. Yeah. Um, and... I ha I, I and I and I myself have had, you know, a master's program, and I, I think that I will be unleashing a secret that a lot of people don't really understand when oh, we get into that talk. Really? So, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. And it's crazy because it's not as hidden or uh, mind blowing as you would think it would be. It, it so. usually they're not. Right. Right. Which I think is the best part because it makes it easier for people to do. They usually self-select before they even try it. And if you're just like, hey, guess what? There, this isn't a magic pill. This is just, nope. it's as simple as it can be. It's just a matter of like execution and consistency. Yep. I believe most of the time. So I, well, I'm be, excited. It'll be a good talk. It'll I be can't wait. Talk. Yeah. Yes, Chelsea. Teaser. Teaser. Uh, big teaser. Before we get to that, we just want to thank our partner of the show, Element 26. Element 26 is your one-stop shop for all things needed accessory-wise that will obviously improve your performance in the open. I mean, that's just a no-brainer. Who? Oh, you can't lift it? Put, you know, belt up. Oh, you can't hang on to the pull-up bar? 
uh, tape your hands and get some grips. <laughs> uh, your thumbs hurt because you're hook gripping for the first time, get some thumb tape. But uh, if you guys haven't gone there, good news. If you're all over the world, it used to be U.S. shipping only, but you can use a special code between now and February. This is only good for about six more days, but on Amazon, Element26 is there. You can use the code GWTP15E26 for Element26. Again, GWTP15E26, that is for Amazon, so you can get... 15% off everything they have on Amazon shipped directly to you within a couple of days anywhere in the world. So I think that is great. But use that code, accessorize, and uh, get prepped for the open. Uh, last thing on the open bill mm-hmm. is, uh, I don't know if you know this, um, but I do hold a job with CrossFit HQ. Wait, 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 wait. What? Yeah, yeah. I'm, no. Uh, yeah, I work for the man. <laughs> one of us uh, I'm a company man and uh, I am a rep so I'm an affiliate rep that is my main title and there are six of us in the United States there's one for west coast central Katie midwest Hogan. northeast and southeast and that is Katie Hogan Andrew mm-hmm. Charlesworth Kevin Ogar Danielle Williams Gordon Lake is that five and then there's me well, uh, Katie was talking shit on her uh, South or her West Coast about getting like the most signups for the Open with her region. And I don't even know, I don't even know who's in your region, Bill. Well, you guys okay, over man. there in you California. Don't, we don't need that many. We don't need that many. Yeah. I think it's like California, Oregon, and Alaska, maybe Hawaii. But Washington's in there too. Somewhere. I don't know. You're not my region. Right, but they're talking shit. It's it's geography. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah, not, not my field. <laughs> not my field. There's a reason why I went into math and engineering. There's not, I don't I don't do that. But uh, I thought I would uh, chirp back, and not just at West Coast. Uh, other reps as well, who's been uh, in speaking up a little bit. But uh, I got to say, the international team, uh, led by Daniel Chaffee, was uh, trying to wave the flag for the international group outpacing America in signups. And um, I just would like to share this uh, content with you of my uh, call to arms for the South Central region. Okay, South Central. I'm outside. I'm upset because West Coast is talking trash. Who's talking shit? About open participation. The West Coast. I don't like that. I'm talking to the South Central, all right? Arizona, New Mexico, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Mississippi, Louisiana, and Texas. You're going to talk trash to the South Central? Who's talking shit? Talk trash to seven states that if they want to secede could take over the world? I don't think so. I don't like that. So we're going to take it back. We're going to take the open registration back and show them what the South Central does. Remember the Alamo! On top of that, I heard international was talking crap to America. Who's talking shit? America. America. Yeah, that's right. That they're going to get more signups than the U.S. of A. Dude. I don't think so. Other countries suck. America is number one. All right. So all you reps, all you groups out there in the U.S., get it together. South Central's going to win. All right. We're going to win. But you guys can get second. And then USA can stay number one. The other countries hate it, too. They hate that we're number one. Sign up for the Open. America!
<laughs> I, like, I like that you go, okay, we're going to win, but you could take second. You guys can get second. That's cool. To me. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll let you do that. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> South Central first, five second place finishes with our other reps for the United States, and then it's on against the international <laughs> team. So if you guys want to try to take down the South Central in your respective region around the United States, good luck. I wish you all the best. The more, the merrier. Uh, but as far as America is concerned, this will not stand. I will not. I refuse to get on a Tuesday morning call with the international reps and have them talk shit to me on the phone that they outpaced us in the open. All right? I so if they, you, I hope their reps put something together like this. So, this yeah, is a callback. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, right? I'm just waiting. So America. America first. America forever. Make sure you guys get my back for these damn morning calls I have to have with this group of people on a weekly basis, or else I'm just gonna I'm just gonna have to sit there and take it, sit there and take it. So, yeah, sign up for the open. <laughs> that was good, man. You did a great job on that too. Thanks, man. That was uh, I was, yeah. that was uh, a lot of fun. All right, Bill. Here's a topic. We've seen this happen in I would say three major competitions in the last year and a half where weather has altered the programming of the competition after it had been announced. We saw the alpaca in 2022 where they took out the rope climbs. And another part I don't think people remember is they actually removed like paint on the skids for those sleds that made it easier to push because it wasn't moving because everyone's feet were slipping. So not only did they take the ropes out, but they actually made the sleds easier to push. Uh, Rogue Invitational last October, most things changed. Not most, but a lot of things changed in key parts. And then obviously Wadapalooza has had their things over the years. And they've had to fall back on these contingency plan uh, programming or on the fly, depending on how much ahead they've planned. And that sparked the conversation we wanted to have with people is how to make contingency plans, what to focus on, what is the uh, the big priority thing. And, and um Let's see. Oh, Travis, what do you say? Uh, it doesn't sound like a global message. Yeah, fuck the global message, Travis. I am American. I am choosing America first. I don't represent any other region in my job other than the South Central United States. So I am contrifying my call to action for the open, yet I still want South Central staying up top. Right. If you want a worldwide acceptance podcast, I don't, I don't know where to send you. <laughs> Go talk to Pedro. He's at least got the Irish vote when it comes to that. But um, th- there's a couple topics I want to uh, just span. Like no, we have nothing written down. We have nowhere to run. You guys bring input as you guys want to. But I was thinking of three main areas where a contingency plan is needed. One, we would say we can have a also a delineation between competition and gym, Right everyday class. One is weather. That can affect what happens on the day, whether in the gym or on the competition floor. The other, which is, this is more gym related, is contingency plans for space or equipment limits based off what could be programmed. And the third part is set to uh, number of people, say, in the class, which kind of parlays with number two. Those are, those are the big 
what we really need to be prepared for areas that I put on there. Do you have any others to add to that? Um, well, it was, it was funny because when we were kind of talking about this off air originally, uh, the, 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 the general and the most obvious would be weather related when we talked about those big competitions. Um, but you're right. I mean, like contingencies happen daily in the affiliate as well, whether you're, you're all of a sudden you have, you have your class, let's say you limit your class size to, I don't know, 15 or something, but you have right. a wedding that shows up that weekend mm. and you got an extra 12 people that show up and you're like, Ugh. <laughs> okay, how am I going to get everyone in here to do it? And, you know, whether you're doing that or it's the, it's not so much the open because the open, you, you can't make a contingency away from what the actual event is. I mean, it, they try to give you the, the different plans to set it up. It kind of, you're, you're kind of stuck. But I think when you boil it all down, is you have to remember, and we talk about this all the time, but the why of the event. Mm. What is, you know, what's the what's the purpose for that event? So if you're talking big level competition, high end, you're talking rogue, you're talking uh, tier water palooza, you're talking um, the games. Yeah, you have to be your contingency. I feel needs to. Um, be able to answer the why that you started with. And so a contingency plan to me, when you're looking at a big event like that, can't be something that's a, all right, we'll fix it if it happens. Or we'll maybe we'll just kind of haphazardly put something together to, you know, we can't be on the rig, we can't be on the rope, so we'll just take it out and we'll do this. Mm -hmm. I think that you, there was so much time and effort put into the why and what you're trying to accomplish, meaning the fittest on earth or, uh, what did what did Dylan say? Fun, fair, and yes, whatever, whatever yeah, the why so, is. You're right. You have to like your contingency has to be based on that. And I think where people really run into problems is when they didn't think about that ahead of time enough. I mean, I'm talking well ahead of time mm -hmm. to where it doesn't seem like a. It's like a whatever. We're just doing air squats. Yeah. Now we're just gonna do burpees over the line. Oh, we're just going to, you know, whatever. I think that that's where it gets really, really bad. So yeah, it has to be almost just thought about as much as the original setup. I think that yeah. was my first, my first thing, whether, no matter what it is, whether it's the gym, mm -hmm. whether it's rogue invitational, whether it's the games, I think I what it comes down to that. Why having that in your back pocket, I would say, especially for competitions, there's little to no excuse to not have an A, B and C on the backup, whether it's exactly. And, and here's the thing, like, I know we talk weather a lot, but we said equipment and availability. What if half your rowers broke before what if you were like Brazil that one year when none of the, you couldn't exactly. get any of the, exactly the 2018 uh, Latin American regional where yeah. there was a truck blockade or, or strike and none of the equipment that rogue sent could get to, um, gosh, where was it? It was uh, Buenos Aires. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because you were down there. You, you yeah, I was there for it. There. And so yeah. all the local affiliates got together and just brought like rig, equipment, anything they could. Now, some equipment got there, some equipment didn't, but most of it didn't. So the directors on side, and obviously Dave was a part of that, and, and Chuck, thank God Chuck Carswell's, Carswell was there. They actually had a lot of good people there to right. mitigate the situation and manage it. But yeah, they had to do something as best they could to get the same stimulus out of it so that 
different people wouldn't necessarily qualify because of the lack of equipment that they had, because then it would be a different competition and that's not a right. real fair playing field when it comes right. to sport. Right. Um, so things that I think about is also contingencies of preventative measures. It's like, all right, Hey, it's, uh, it's Miami. And obviously this is all with the, armchair quarterback position is that we are not financially liable insurance liable <laughs> to to <laughs> execute these decisions so again armchair quarterback easier said than done but right, hey it always rains maybe we should figure out a way to put a canopy over the pull-up rig right well and, that, and that's what you look at it's like okay if what 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 is going to happen as a outside? just a random observation right 100 percent. like what if you're going to be outside, and I saw this on another podcast somewhere, they were talking about should should events only be indoor? Yeah, uh, uh, it was on Death By, and it was, was on, and I believe it was also on... Was that on Pedro's too? I think it was on Pedro's as well. And it's yeah, a great question to have. I'm definitely, I have been more pro inside on like major events where there's a lot of money on the line and a lot of things on the line. But I also get the argument, and O'Keefe made this argument, is like, listen, that's, that's CrossFit. Like, right. in, in a sense, is like, so I do get torn between there, but like maybe we can make the outdoor experience better. Well, totally. Well, if it, it, I, I, I am totally not against being outside. Um, yeah. I, I do think it's hard when you have a, um, like, and it happened the one time at the, at the old regionals when you had certain uh, regions were indoors, certain were outside, and then all of a sudden you had heat on one, you had yeah. torrential rains on another one. Mm -hmm. So then it changes the qual it changes the race that everyone is in, and that's when they used to do the world the worldwide leaderboard of everyone that was on competing. Oh, yeah. You know, to, yeah. to how they would go up, so you would be able to kind of see that. Um, Granted, if everyone is in the same race and you're qualifying five from that division and they're all competing and they are all dealing with the same issue, okay, I get it. Mm -hmm. If you're looking at something like Wadapalooza, uh, Tier Wadapalooza, when they're doing their event, they are the race. So whatever you schedule, it is what it is. But if you're going to be outside in that sort of situation, you can't think that it's not going to rain. Like, what What are the things that are going to happen? Okay, well, if you have an earthquake, the whole event's getting shut down. So you really don't have to worry about that. Yeah. If you have winds, okay, winds, you can do most of the stuff other than if you have, uh, you know, 25-foot ring straps, which they do in Wadapalooza sometimes, and the rings are blowing all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what is the contingency for that? You got to know that it that it could happen. Not that it probably won't, but that it could. Mm -hmm. You have to think that way. And then same thing with the rain. If you think that rain might be a possibility, if you put if you did want to look at putting a canopy over the rig, okay, well that could do a couple things. Maybe it's going to keep the sun out of people's eyes when they're doing certain things, or it's not going to be as hot, so it'll be cooler when people are up on the bar. So it's kind of a two tier thing. So maybe it's going to be super hot and that'll work for that, or it'll be raining right. and it'll work for that, or have to have another idea of okay if we aren't going to be able to do that mm -hmm. event or that movement then what other thing can we put in there not as a haphazard like well fine we'll just we'll like i said go from bar muscle ups to screw it we're just going to do lunges yeah whatever i mean like what, whatever the thing is you have to think about how important that movement is and then what you're trying to do so you're right you have to think of the content not 
you you have to have the contingency not that if it might happen but plan on it it happening yeah um i mean and even all the way down to what you talked about the the latin american region when if you're going to be inside even with that okay you better be choosing equipment in your workouts yeah that if the stuff isn't going to come in you didn't pick some special <laughs> rig handheld something that there's no way you're going to get because you wanted to showcase this one thing and they didn't show up for whatever reason and now what are you going to do right know where you're going to be able to get that i mean have some stuff on backup have some other gyms that be like hey you know we need 12 rowers 15 rowers we have this many if something happens can we grab yours if need be mm -hmm. you know whatever so i but that's a, that's a lot of thinking yeah but you got to think that way though right i like the idea of having could you i think that would be sick to have a uh, an awning over the top of like the rig at yeah in Wadapalooza. That would be pretty wild, Miami. Uh oh, look. I'm just trying to I'm trying to look at the reality of this, and if it can be done. Yeah. And listen, here's the thing: is like when it's nice in Miami, it is just it's, it's awesome. It's the whole it's the beauty of that competition, right? right? And we're not picking on Wadapalooza. We're just using it as an example of that. And I'm actually trying to pull up like if certain rental places actually have like stands with canopies and actually well and as you're looking at that what's crazy is they yeah. they even work they even worked on their oh there Something you go like that right like it's doable yeah i don't know the accessibility in there like i don't know what it's going to be like with high winds and and but you can it's there and it's open in the back right if you guys are watching on youtube it's like okay there it is you know what's crazy? Put, is put that actually, over the, put that over Flagler. Yeah, I get it. I mean, you you bought a uh, you rented a barge from West Virginia. Well, see, that's what I was gonna say. That was that was the way that they pivoted, which was and an awesome amazing. pivot, by the way. Amazing, expensive I mean, pivot. But this is the thing. Look at that. You get grandstands and tarpet over the top yeah. of the whole thing. It's still open on the sides. I mean, you think about. Um, Tennis stadiums that are like that. For example, one of the best venues I've heard, haven't seen, but Torian Pro, oh, yeah. where they have that, is, that. Yeah. is basically a tennis stadium-like bowl, but an open roof with just a big canopy over the top so the rain doesn't come down on the court, but it's still open-aired. So you get a little yeah. bit of both. I think, uh, I think the Rams stadium is like that, the new one, the SoFi stadium. Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of like that. I mean, we're not going to spend billions of dollars to build <laughs> a translucent totally. roof, but it is something to think about because it, outside of just the athlete's experience, you make your money on people who come to attend your event. That's where uh, you get registration. A couple ways yeah, you make money. Deal. You make money on sponsorship, uh, qualifier fees, athlete fees, and spectator tickets. I know we focused a lot right now in the, the last 20 minutes is on the athlete experience and trying to preserve the stimulus of the event and not change it too much because of rain. But like there are thousands of people that show up that don't want to sit in the rain. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I, I, I will say that, uh, Tierwata Palooza, even with all the rain and, and the, the fans are pretty good about, yeah, everybody about, gets it. About handling yeah, it with the right. rain. They really are. They, yeah. But athletes even, even too. With that being said, even with that being said, like you, you want your you want your people there. Yeah. You want them you want them in the gate. You want them out there watching. 
Um, and you're right, that, that, is, that is definitely something to think about for those ticket sales um, to keep them out there. Mm-hmm. And then again, I mean, it, the other the other thing that's that's hard, and, and for the fans, I think, is when the um, the events are announced ahead of time, and they're waiting to see this certain athlete do this certain movement because they love watching them do oh. bring muscle up. So they just want the Daniel Brandon in effect, big wave. <laughs> right? <laughs> Who and signed yeah, up to will. do the events at Richie Program, which are great, yeah, and unfortunately totally. they didn't get to do some of them. Right. And so I mean, you know, if you if there is a highlight movement. Or one that is important to the event for whatever reason, you know, whether it's, um, yeah, you know, a, a, a particular stimulus, or you're 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 looking at your all, you know, if you're trying to get that well-rounded fitness, yes, yeah, right, and you're going through your checklist, and you're like, we really need to have this particular movement or this particular lift in there, so it's important. You want to be able to, you know, hedge against that, protect yeah. that. Why yeah. would you need to protect that? Do hey. you need to have some coverage? And look, even if you want to do something super basic, actually, Stefan is, is, uh, is, he says like, Hey, Rogue can make that. I was Rogue like, can make probably, <laughs> I mean, Rogue, right. Rogue right now. It's like, okay, think of what, what I would say movement modality or genre is greatest affected by weather. And that's gymnastic pulling movements. Yep. Maybe yep. some barbell pulling movements or kettlebell, but not nearly to the level of degree and safety is concerned than a wet pull-up bar that you're pulling up on wet rings or wet ropes that you cannot legitimately modify the stimulus. Modify yeah. the stimulus. Thank you. I was yeah, losing my can. brain power there. You, you just can't, <laughs> right? Okay, strict pull-ups. Okay, that was the best they could do to have something that wasn't just another pressing movement or get rid of it altogether. And that was the best option they had. And overall, I actually thought it went fairly well for the individuals. Teams was different, but Dylan said that. The final event for the teams was just rough. Right. And yeah, like maybe Rogue goes out and makes is like, hey, we're going to make, for, for Rogue, right? Not for anybody else. Like we're going to make something that can come off Zeus and cover our competition field so that we don't have to change anything for the athletes. When, if we want to go outdoors again. And if they go to Europe, which I feel like depending on where they go, I think, I don't know, so someone could correct my ignorance, the weather there isn't that great either. Right. <laughs> depending on where you go, right? <laughs> but I think of like, if it, uh, I can't remember, was it Ireland or Scotland that they, they teased out and that's where everybody thinks they're going to go? I was like, pretty sure it rains all the time there. Nonstop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pedro no, can that's why everything's me. green. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's just like some forethought of like, hey, if it, even if if you even at Waterpalooza, it was just a canopy over the pull up rig so they could do pull ups, toes to bar, and rope climbs. Completely saves them a lot of work in scramble mode to do um, those changes. One hundred percent. Well, and this, in what I will say to that will be the exact same thing, subsect. It'll be the exact same thing that I'll say about all of the contingencies is the contingency has to be thought of when you're, I mean, Dylan, Dylan said that for Tijuana they were looking six months, they were programming six months ahead. The individuals were done six months ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Well, if that's the case, which is fine, then the contingency should also be done around that same time. Because yeah. that way, it, like if you are looking at 
having to uh, get some sort of equipment. Like the way that they pivoted to find the barge quickly. Yeah. Was amazing. Amazing. And it was a, a total positive too for the spectators because great. it made Bayside, it allowed them to get bigger, which they right. needed. That's so totally. So if you have that ahead of time and you have all that time leveraged, mm-hmm. then you can really think about like, okay, what things do we, what things do we need to get to preserve the what if, if it's equipment or if it's changing the movement or right. at that point, if it's changing the order of the events based on the day. You could do that too. With the cross I mean, the games had lot, to do one year. Right. There's a lot of ways to do that, but you need the time when it gets anytime, like the more and more of a time crunch you put on yourself, mm-hmm. the more and and this will sound negative. It's not meant to be negative, but the more haphazardly it ends up being. Yeah. You're just trying to err on safety. Because you're reacting versus rather than right. Initiating rather than than proactive. Yeah, right. Um and it should always be ahead of schedule because that way, I mean, the the best mm-hmm. is when you have your plan set up. You have your plan A and it's solid, but right. your plan B and plan C is just as solid and ready to go. So if rain pops up, bam, okay, you know what? We will be good. Mm-hmm. We're switching to this one. Right. So you already have the equipment. You already know what the event's going to be. You already know how that's going to affect the overall event itself, whether it's the games where you're looking for the fittest. Yeah based on our definitions you don't want to have a uh, your your competition be lopsided one way or the other because now you have to remove certain events um or certain movements yeah um so that that that's where it gets really important but again it's you got to do that ahead of time mm-hmm. i mean i think dylan said for their i think i think dylan said, said he had they had things in place uh and he programming said like two months. Wise. yeah he but, said i think he said two months mm-hmm. but what's crazy is i i'm i, I really would be interested to know like how we know how much thought goes into the, the original setup, mm-hmm. how much thought was really put into the contingency. Yeah. Was it like, eh, we just need to just bring them off the rig. I think he said it was it. like, Hey, we had a, a different was program and we had someone try it, but we didn't like extensively didn't really test, test it because right. they were so focused, which I get. I mean, well, because I think at that point he's looking at this time schedule logistically, sure. especially for him. With all of the divisions, what did they say? Forty-two. You're like, yeah, you know, I know. Exaggerating 20? at twenty. It was like or fifteen. It's like wrong. Like Forty something. Forty-eight. 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 Yeah, forty-eight. Um, and, but dude, I mean that. Yeah. That is it. It is asking a lot. But the last thing you want is for people to talk bad on your event, mm-hmm. based on the fact that it was something that you had nothing right to do with. Nothing. Other than. Planning on it might happen. I mean, mm-hmm. and I've been to, I, I've, we've been to all events. Like I, nor, uh, uh, Blair and Ben's NCC, uh, yeah. they do their, their whole event is outside. Which I think their the qualifiers are open now for the Northern yeah, California Classic. Classic. Yeah. If you're they're yeah, they're, yeah. I think they're, they're done the 28th of, so like either Sunday, Monday. Okay. Like yeah. Um, so they're doing that. Um, but the entire event's outside. Mm-hmm. So if you are going to be outside, like the last thing, and and I've and I've I've been part of it with them, where it's like all of a sudden the rains come down, you're like, shit, this is a snatching, yeah, you know, toes to bar event. Now what are we gonna do? <laughs> yeah, like well, probably should have thought of that ahead of time. Seth, you know? this you is don't good. Fault on those guys. That's what everybody does. Everyone has kind of they get they get slapped in the face with it. Yeah, 
And then all of a sudden, the next year, they're like, they try to step ahead of the game. Seth says, is there any way they could release the contingency workouts to the athletes ahead of time if they already had them written? I would say, yeah, because depending on the mix mash of things all happening, like some could, they could keep and some not. So I, I, I do like the idea, but then you have another set of workouts that could change again. And then, so do you have a backup to the backup? It's like, oh, it's only rained here, so we can use the barbells, but not the pull-up bar. Like, there's, I think that could, as novel as idea, I think that is. I'm also okay with. It's like making a rule book. I think uh, Pat Sherwood says like rule books never get smaller. Right. <laughs> it's like right. if we the contingency of the contingency of the contingency plan is like, no, okay, like. <laughs> like, like well, and, and and then again, but it's a good know, even, question. It's a good you know, question. You know, hundred percent it is. Well, even okay, look at Daniel Brandon's stuff. So she was bummed because what bar muscle ups I think were taken out. The bar muscle up, um, shoulder overhead, the ring, yeah. uh, the parallel bar traverse oh, ring dip, traverse. and hang power cleans. So, sure, those would have been fun to do, mm-hmm. but like, okay, not in the rain, Daniel Brandon. <laughs> you've done all of those events, so you're not going to do a competition because. They're going to take out the the traverses and they're going to do bar dips or you're not able to do the mm-hmm. like bar muscle like like really like it's that big of a deal for you to do bar muscle ups that it's like that's one of the things where like I don't think that I don't think that the event needs to tell ahead of time what the well if it rains it'll be this workout if it does this way it'll be this workout and yeah I, I think that it's it's kind of like parental where it's like hey you don't need to set. see we're yeah. ready to go we'll tell you when we need to tell you yeah I like that. I'm okay you know, with that. Um, I think that's kind of important. Let let the event do their thing. Um, transparency is fine. Let them know that, like, hey, if anything goes down, we'll we'll have you set up. But mm-hmm. we're not planning on anything happening. But if it does, we'll have you guys set, and we'll yeah. let you know. That's yeah, I like that. And a tough thing. Uh, again, this isn't all centering on Waterpalooza. I mean, the same thing happened to Rogue. They took out rope climbs in a sprint ladder or bracket style event that would have massively changed who won and lost. Like that completely changed who won and lost that event. Oh yeah. Um, they had the pegboards that they replaced with handstand walks, <clears throat> and they they pivoted too because they moved the final inside underneath like the stadium stands, right? right? Like right. so that 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 is a a luxury that they got to do. Not as easy to do at Wadapalooza. Why? Because like we said, there's 48 divisions going on across four days. There's 2,000 plus athletes and a jam-packed schedule. So it's the butterfly effect that I think some people don't p- put into account of, oh, why don't you just push it back two hours or do this? Is like <laughs> the, the swath of things you need to change in an event that is mainly, hey, like I said, fun, fair, safe fitness festival at Wadapalooza. At the same time, it's a $75,000 paycheck. Right. I want to get that right. Right. right? There should be an exactly. element of, stimulus appropriate uh balance a balanced test overall like it's like oh we're not trying to find the fittest like dude seventy five thousand dollars it better be the fittest person there well totally and i think that's where it comes down to the the what's the why of the event and hopefully the the event coordinators and the programmers think about that ahead of time if it's the games the sole purpose is to find the fittest which means you must have the most well-rounded appropriate test for the athletes that are there because that's what you are testing for if it's Wadapalooza, you know, Dylan had his 
um, his setup of what he determined that the events had to be, whether it's the same thing, Dubai. Okay, the, we want to showcase the landscape of Dubai and all of the cool things we can do here. Right. Okay, well, right. then you have a lot of leeway, honestly, of how you can adjust and what you need to adjust. It, it's also it's invite only. Fittest, right. And you so, know. hey, you can come here and compete if you want to. You don't have to. Right. We'll pay for some of your travel expenses. Uh, Madison, I actually think this is a good question. This, I think this is relating to your Daniel Brandon comment. Is like some athletes will join a comp based on the events, though. They don't want to do an out-of-season comp that goes against what they want to do. I get it. Like, I, I for even, like, the local side, it's like, hey, you want to do this, like, local partner comp? I was like, what are the workouts? I'll do that. I'm like, if they're dumb, I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> like, well, okay, but is that I see that side of it. Because of the programming, you know what I mean? Uh, I, programming, I, not necessarily the movement, but I guess those right. can go hand-in-hand, hand, a sense. It's like, oh, it's a Wonder Max deadlift. I won't not do it, but if it's like Wonder Max deadlift, followed by uh, the next event is DT, followed by uh, Macho Man. I'm like, what is this? Okay, <laughs> okay, so for that, okay, so I can see how that level that amount of programming will fall into your training cycle and mm -hmm. that makes total sense but as far as a movement goes i think if you are basing your entrance into or out of based on a particular movement either being in or not being in yeah i, I think that's a little right diva ish and green okay so let's go through what actually only. changed right so lift didn't change swim event didn't change final event didn't change and there are five of them what did change was cordadito which was the three five four time amrap right. deal that what no no sorry that's not cordadito um that's deja vu cordadito was the 21 15 9 parallel bar dips with traverses and hang power cleans at 185 and 125 followed by 15 12 9 shouldered overhead and bar muscle ups and what that changed to was just dips, 30, 20, 10, and deadlifts. Right. Which, okay, that changed a little bit. Deadlifts to hang power cleans, they added more reps to the deadlift instead of the hang power cleans. The weight stayed the same, and they added more dips. The second half was 30, 20, 10. Was it 30, 20, 10 again? Of, yeah. Of um, front Bar squats. No, sorry, 15, right. 10, 5, front squats and bar-facing burpees. That's a massive right. change. But like we said, yeah. they can't do another pulling movement on the rig because they have to change the pulling movement on the second or third event of the day, which they already had to do on Deja Vu because they changed chest-to-bar pull-ups, kipping for 35 right. reps to for strict. three sets to strict for 20 and 14. So they couldn't do strict, strict. So I get that. And I guess to your point is like, that is a massive, that isn't, a, okay, you lost your bar muscle ups and your shoulder overhead, which you are good at, so of course you're upset, right? But it's not the end-all, be-all that you didn't get to do that one couplet of the five events that you had there, and you had to change chest of our pull-ups to strict pull-ups. Like, really? Isn't that much of a change? And then a lot of those, a lot of the athletes go... I think, you know, when you're talking Danielle, you're talking Danny Spiegel, um, and they were the they were the athletes that I heard the loudest talking about 
how for an athlete like me, you know, I'm not going to be able to, to perform. So I'm not going to be able to get my, I mean, the, the athletes that will complain are the athletes that are good at those events that are now being removed. Yeah, I get it. So all of a sudden you now have an athlete that like, okay, I'm only going to go to this because I'm, you know, I, I, I'm say the gi of old. Um, I'm only going because it's heavy lifting. Okay, well, you're going to kick ass because it's heavy lifting. But your, you know, your back, you know, last mm -hmm. year and the year before that, your endurance was not that great, especially out of season, especially, you know, out of the, the main part of the season. Yeah. Um, you know, these athletes, they go for a, a, a handful of different reasons. Yes, they want to get, they're trying to get the, the money that's there. And that's important for a lot of the athletes. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Yeah. Um, the second part is, they are seeing where they are in their training, what they need to work on. They want to be able to have some fun and get some social media out there and be able to mix with the other athletes, mix with the fans, be able to have some um, content for them to be able to push them through the season as they're, as they're competing. I mean, that's really what that is. So did, did Danny Spiegel, because of those fun movements that she would have done great in, you know, ruin her over the course of the event? I don't, I don't think that it did. No. Um, and I don't think that, um, you know, the, the, the individual event, I mean, honestly, we talked about it, was way better programmed than the team event. So it really wasn't a bad programmed event, even with the changes that were made, uh, to it. And it fit the whys that Dylan had. So I think the, mm -hmm. um, the contingencies that were planned and that were performed actually did what they were supposed to do. Um, I think Rogue Rogue was an interesting one because I think that it was. I honestly think that the rain contingencies made their event better than what it was originally planned. Yeah, I think we said that when we reviewed which it. Which is weird. A couple dude, of things I would have is, preferred them to do, but like it did balance it out better. Yeah, it made for some. It made for some better races in some cases. Mm -hmm. um, it made for some fun twists in other cases. I mean, it really. I've never seen a rain contingency turn out better for event ever mm -hmm. than rogue this year yeah nuts it was yeah nuts. yeah well i mean all great questions and discussions i think what it was this oh, i gotta find this one uh rb do you have no that's not it i don't care about insurance <clears throat> <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's all part of your event anyway. Yeah. You should be thinking about that. It's all covered under one. It doesn't matter what the events are. It's just all under right. one. Do you think changing the programming matters more if there's a large cash prize from Chelsea Miller? Yes. <laughs> that's exactly what we're talking about. Right? 100%. Yes. If you're going to put a $75,000 price tag out there for the winner, everything should be as best as it can in terms of programming, balance, contingencies, all of that, right? Your 100%. contingencies shouldn't change the outcome of who won or lost that weekend. That's when there's a problem. Or the fittest on earth when you're talking about the CrossFit Games or the Rogue Invitational when you're talking about 250, 275, like a right. games level cash prize. Like, yes, it is the most important part of the entire competition. It's not about fun. It's not about friends. It's like champion of the world CrossFit Games plus 300K. Champion of Rogue plus 250K. Champion of Wadapalooza 75. Throw Dubai in there. The programming should be on point and the contingencies matter. If it's just your freaking Dallas club two-day partner comp at the local affiliate, no, it doesn't matter. You're just working out. 
<laughs> totally. Right, right, right. But yes, yes, Chelsea. Absolutely it matters. Otherwise, no. That's and that's basically what we're talking about on the competition side. Um uh does any of that for you change when you're talking when you have the old the old affiliate? Well, even even with your mini affiliate now. Yeah. Do you think it would do I mean, I know what my answer is. Do you change what your contingency would be? Um, or what do you change your contingency based on uh, now if you have to change something? <sighs> like in the workout? Yeah. All the time. You have your workout plan for the day. Yep. Say we have um, running. I'm in my garage. I'm like, well, can't run today. We're going to row or okay. bike. And usually I'll change between row, bike, and ski because I'm like, all right, the run was really a monostructural piece that I wanted in there. It wasn't specifically to run. But I pick run because... I'm not doing any other like leg stuff, but I'm doing a high volume, say pull, whether it's with a bar, dumbbells or pull-up bar. So I actually won't punt to rowing since I have say like a concept two bike in the gym. Right. Cause my run is just lower body only and lungs. Yep. The row is lower body lungs and upper body pulling fatigue, which I don't want to interfere with the workout. So it's also workout dependent, but all the time. And it happened in the gym all the time. Right. My favorite modification, and I, 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 want, I wanted to ask you this, is my favorite ones on when we had too many people show up for the workout was, that was programmed. And without giving you what I would do, I want to hear what you would do. So the scenario uh -huh. is, hey, it's 4.30 in the afternoon. We usually have 15 people per class. The workouts are programmed with that in mind. And now 25 people showed up today. And you have rowing and ring rig work or something. What do you do? Um, if it ends up being something like that, if I can, well, what's great is if you can set up where it's an EMOM if, or if it was already planned that way, those are the easiest ones. Cause I'll just go, all right, we'll have half the group to start on these and we'll have half the group start on that and they'll alternate back and forth. And so it's easy to get that, that number in there. Like if we're doing fight gone bad or say we're doing fight gone bad. Okay. Yeah. There's a good, there's okay. a good one. I have eight rowers. Okay. Well, I'm not running eight people through it i have five i have six stations uh-huh i have five workstations and six rest and, and a rest station in there too i can run 48 people at one time yep. with eight rowers and that's the way i mean it, it, sometimes you okay here's the, the here's a question to that do you since fight gun bad is in a very specific order right do you have everyone start on a different station or you filter them in one minute at a time um, if we have, let's just say like the seams burst on the gym and I have, I have like whatever, 30 people that show up. Yeah. Um, if it's oversight, if I can make it where I can filter in and I'm only going to be one cycle off. So, um, it would end up only being five minutes off okay. if I have everyone go the specific order. So group one starts on the rower. Then they move to, or I'm sorry, they start on the, uh, what is it, wall balls. Then yeah. they go to the box jump. So when they go to the box jump, the next group comes into the wall ball. Yeah. And I yeah. kind of relay them in there. Once they're in, they're in that cycle. Right. Everyone's got their appropriate setup. If I can do that, I'll do that. Okay. If for some reason I'm not able to do that because I have just, I got people all over the place. Uh -huh. Then I would just, I mean. At the end of the day. At the end of the day, I want everyone to get a workout for yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. So. I know there's there's my priority list that I have set up is can I get everyone to do the workout as it's written? Right. If I can't do that 
am I able to get at least the stimulus of whatever I'm, it is that I'm trying to look at? I mean, if we have pull-ups, and I know not everyone's doing pull-ups. Yeah. It may be people doing bands, people doing jumping, people doing ring rows. Okay, we're modifying what, what's the stimulus. Am I okay. able to get that in there? And then if I can't do that, am I able to get at least the time domain intensity? If I have to change some movements, okay, you know, based on, let's say some people come in and um, we're dealing with uh, uh, injury type stuff. Okay, yeah. I mean, I have, I have, I have a, a member right now that like, she's had um, tennis elbow, mm-hmm. uh, like from the like the rope climb type of stuff, where like yeah. also you can't use anything with your arms at all. Yeah, I've been there. All right, we're doing a shit ton of leg stuff. All right, so what are we doing? <laughs> leg stuff, ab stuff, you know, yeah. whatever we can do. But it's like modifying that all the time. And so she laughs. She comes up every day. and She's like, "Okay, what is it today?" Oh, and yeah, we, I, we I love that mopey. It's the contingent, and those are the contingencies. I mean, whether it's for the class as a mm-hmm. whole, the um, the program, the workout as a whole, or individual. I mean, you're looking at scales and modifications based on how close can I stay to the original programming that I was trying to do, or the original stimulus of what it is. Yeah, I'll do. That's great. I'll do an extra step because most of the people that show up for class are just happy that they showed up for class and right. aren't that invested on something that changes or whatever, right? And I'll tell people this. is like, listen, I programmed a stimulus that I thought we could have achieved with the movements here on Sunday. It is yep. now Tuesday. There is no world record for this workout. There is no leaderboard for this workout. Therefore, it doesn't matter if this workout changes from a kettlebell swing to a dumbbell snatch. Right. A run right. to a row. That being said, if it's say, like you said, for an example, fight gone bad day, if we have to just put someone at a different station and just like start everybody together, I'll be like, who is here to get a fight gone bad score? Totally. You eight. Right. All right. You guys are going to start on this station, which is normal fight gone bad station. Therefore, you get what you came here for. If everybody else just wants to work out and be happy and sweaty at the end of the day, Pick a station. Yep. And then we go. The uh, The other thing that I would do, and every once in a while you'd have that member who's like, it has to be the workout that was written. And then I go through my <laughs> spiel of like, just chill out. Right, or right? they'll go home all sad yeah. and be on suicide watch. Yeah. That one athlete I had, her name was Bethany. Sweetest little girl, tiny freaking monster, right? But if it, the workout changed, it would totally throw off everything. And I'm like, relax. <laughs> this is not... <laughs> And my favorite, my favorite thing to do if we got too many people, which is always a great problem to have, didn't happen that often, but when it did, it was okay. And I, and I would, I would, uh, I would give it to the the group. Majority rules. We can either work our way through this with lots of changes, or I can split you guys into teams of three and four, and we can do a team workout. And every time, what do you think they they voted for? They vote to do the team every time. Really? Every my time. People do, my people don't. No, not everybody is like, oh, I don't want to do a group thing. It's like every time clear majority. It wasn't even like 50, 50 team workout. Huh? All right. All right. And so what we would do is we would take what it was and say, it was like, all right, we're doing ring dips, hang power cleans and runs. Right. It's like, all right, 
we can't, we don't have enough rings, right? And say, and enough men and women bars. So like, all right, team of three, team of three. And I, I would pick the teams. So I was like, I don't, I'm not going to make it weird for you guys. Last person picked a dodgeball. I get some of you guys have weird fat kid right. childhood fears. I've been there. I'm going to pick your teams. And I, I mean, I knew these people like through and through. So I know who was good at what. And, and I would make the closest teams possible. They'd make a team name. And I'm like, all right, guys, three, two, one. Right? And it was either like bulk work or you go, I go. And like if, if, and if it was an interval day, that was the best one because like then what you would have normally done, say it was like, hey, f- six sets every four minutes do 10, 15 and a 200 meter run. 10 ring dips, 15 hang power cleans and go run, right? But then when you would have been like, all right, 10, maybe six, four, 15, maybe I'll go six, five, four and hang power cleans and I'll just get out the door and get back. Now it's like unbroken or die. Cause I'm on right. a team. Right. So those were always, uh, those were always really fun for me. Yeah. Well, okay. And I, I think, you know, bringing it, bringing it back around what you just went through is what are all of those different ways that I can fit it into my why for this workout. Yeah. And because and, and when you're talking, you know, affiliate program. Yeah. I was going to say, it's like uh, preface. We're talking affiliate program. Like we're not going to go to the Wadapalooza Indies. Like, Hey guys, just want to do a team workout. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, well, you know, and what is the why? Why is for the affiliate is GPP, general physical preparedness, right. which means we want to have some uh, uh, accountability and some consistency in getting into the gym all the time and hitting these things. So we we're, we're hitting the different response. We're hitting the different time domains. We're hitting all the 10 physical traits all the way through and in, in, in uh, having a level of variance to that so that you can have that increase in your level of fitness yeah so it allows a lot of freedom even though you're not skewing that far from the from the workout mm-hmm. to just be like okay all i have to do is make it directionally fit right towards the why for this workout yeah why for this workout in the overall program whether you're doing site you know it's some sort of macro cycle or mesocycle or whether you don't do any sort of cycle you just kind of are, are marching your way through yeah that is important you know, to understand that, that element so that you're able to make those contingencies. And that's where I, you know, we talk about this and we've even, Dude, had I'm getting, I'm, do you see me like twisting in my chair? Cause I feel like we're, we're like, we're hitting the, the peak of the conversation here. Yeah. Like, you, I, no, okay. Keep going. Sorry. You got to, you got to know yes. why we talk about why you should be programming. Because you need to be able to understand those things or your coaches, your, your cadre of coaches needs to be able to understand what you are trying to do with that workout, how and why it's fitting. And because when you have that, now you can make your adjustments. If you don't understand that, mm-hmm. then whatever changes you make are purely based on well training. So I guess we have to go for safety. I don't know. We're just going to make them do air squats. Right. We're just going to do burpees over the line. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so here's you, that you nailed it because we talk about this when we talk about scales for particular movements and that list grows as your experience grows. And you see that a scale for the pull-up isn't just a ring row right. or a push-up or pick a movement. Think of a scale for it. That list only grows. The longer you coach, the more you immerse yourself in the programming, the more you do your own programming yourself and the more different swath of athletes you have come through with different degrees of fitness and maybe impairments Mm -hmm. that list grows. Same thing with modifications, right? 
contingency plans falls into the same vein as this. And Tariq just asked this question, like, do you just figure it out on the fly or do you have this prepared? Figure it out on the fly. Why? Because I've been doing this for 15 years and I've seen so many different things happen that I can sit back in on the fly contingency plan because I've done it before. I've been doing it for a long time. Bill and I just said is that it happens almost on a weekly basis, whether it's weather, equipment, space, or people in the affiliate. On the competition side, it's like, hey, it's this will happen. If it rains, whatever the competition, if an outdoor competition, potential of rain, lightning, what do we do here? We need to be prepared for that. And the affiliate, it's all immersed in taking responsibility while being immersed in your programming. And if you don't do it yourself, you should still, if you get sent the programming from whatever thing you pay for, look at this all weekend and plan what the scales could be, what the modifications could be. Make up your own um, contingency plan based off X, Y, and Z. And it's usually those four main groups. Yeah. Weather, equipment availability, number of people, or all of the above. And your experience in that will grow. Just like a, a novice programmer turns into a seasoned programmer. It's not necessarily time. We actually had this discussion earlier uh, today on the chat was, just because you've been doing it a long time does not mean you're good at it. Just because you've been doing it a long time does not mean you know what you're talking about. You have to be studying it for a long time and spending a specific amount of dedicated time to it. If you just started programming two years ago, but you spent every waking minute looking at other people's programming, listening to this podcast, listening to JR and Taylor, their, their unique view on these certain yeah. things. You spend the extra time to get good at this. It's not because you've been doing it for 10 years. I know plenty of people have been in this game for a long time and it still Stop. sounds like they have never watched, heard, or programmed a CrossFit event in their entire life. I know. And it drives me crazy. And some people think it's like, oh, time, time served. I'm like, doing what? Right? And it only comes from putting in the work, making mistakes, learning from those mistakes, and they'll stay with you forever. There's a reason why Bill and I know like certain scales will work for pull-ups because we've done it the wrong way or, or muscle-ups. Like there was a time when the scale for muscle-ups was five pull-ups and five ring dips per muscle-up. <laughs> it's like, all right, guys, uh, today we've got 30 ring muscle-ups for time. No, there's no name for it, but maybe in the future we'll have one. They won't. Or you can do 150 pull-ups and 150 dips, and that is your scale for the ring muscle-up. And, and obviously, you have plenty of strength to do those muscle-ups if you're doing 150 pull-ups and 150 dips. But something, there's, you're missing a technique somewhere. My good, can you imagine that? Oh, oh Zach God. nailed it. Uh, this is a, a quote. It's like, if you want to master something, it takes about 10,000 hours to do so. But it's just like uh, that, that um, phrase is, practice makes perfect, which is incorrect. Right. Perfect practice makes perfect. And he says, 10,000 hours of shit movement don't make you, I can't even say that word. I'm assuming this is a gymnast. That's the Chinese, no, he's a lifter. Oh, Lu Zhao Jin? Lu Zhao, yeah. Whatever. Zhao yes, Jin. you're correct, Zach. That um, guy. Yeah. 
Uh, Mason, um, you have I to stay a student of the, the game. Th- yes, a student of the game, not a totally uh, bystander. Not a bystander. And so, you know, when you take the same idea when you're looking at um, competition programming, I, I think for the most part, a lot of the competitions have they have a main person, but they all also have a um, a team that's with them. Yeah. Can you yeah. really? Oh, there you go. Makes permanent. Exactly. Practice makes permanent. Whether that's good or bad. That's a good one too. Zach, you're killing you know? it today. Um, having that team and what's what's great in and you know we've done this just with ourselves is hey I I have my my competition take a look at it tell me what you think because you need another set of eyes to look at it and what's cool is when you get those other set of eyes if they say I like these here are those things you know I would go these things or what are you looking at this or what's the why on that. Sometimes some other ideas come out of that yeah. that you can use as contingency plans for later. It's like, oh, if we don't do this, we could totally do it this way and have this thing in there. Mm-hmm. So if it rains or whatever, we could put this in this way, that way. So it's great to have another set of eyes that are, you know, that, that you trust as another programmer to give the feedback yeah, and then help with the contingencies of that. Um you know, I like I like that Dylan has a group that works with him when they're when they're programming the 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 workouts for the tier water pools. I think that that's important. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with the games. I like the fact that you know, okay, if if Boz is the main guy and and Dave was very uh, interestingly politically correct when he was saying talking about Boz and the team and what his role in the programming would be. Yeah. To where he's he an oversight, say, right? Yeah. Well, and he didn't really say that he was he was programming or not programming. He didn't he didn't lead into how much involvement there would be, other than he would be involved and he would definitely have his input. And he would. What does that mean? Does that mean a lot of input? Does that mean a little bit of input? Does that you know? So I like the fact that he said that. But again, there's a team that's working with that, and I'm really hoping for the open quarterfinal semis and the games that that team is working all the way through so that mm. there is that thread yeah. so that they are all, oh, I see you're saying. all are looking at that <laughs> contingency plan as a group with people being able to say, Hey, you know what? I don't think that that's a good setup there. Yeah. What, what if we looked at this one? What if we looked at that one? Mm-hmm. So I think that that's really, um, yeah, that's really important. It's same exact deal, but now you just have a team that's doing it because of the importance of not just your one class time, the noon class that's coming up. Right. You have an entire four-day competition with 3,000 athletes that are involved, and you have money that's on the plate that's that, that's going to be up for grabs, and you can't afford to do things on the fly. Mm-hmm. You just can't. Otherwise, no. that event's not happening the next year. Yeah, not at that level. Not at level. But at the affiliate, have fun. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> have fun. Try new things. Spitball with your uh, members, not too much, because then they'll start to give you uh, too much feedback. You're like, no, no, no. <laughs> got to be that yeah. parent. Nope, that's too far. Got to be the parent. Too far. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, hey, guys, thanks for uh, joining us on this discussion. Comments are great. Appreciate you guys chiming in. Great questions. Great uh, interaction. Uh, if you guys missed the beginning of the show, our CrossFit Journal is coming back on Friday. The Glassman Chipper is back we are starting with or bringing back seniors and kids. So we're talking about two opposite ends of the 
Uh, health spectrum in terms of CrossFit's definition of health and life and longevity from the young kids class starting to the uh, Silver Fox crew that I see some affiliates have. And so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped for that. Uh, yes, Seth, I will be in uh, Austin this weekend. I'll be in Austin, Texas for the Fittest Experience. That is the event run by CrossFit Central, Jeremy Teal, and that whole crew. I uh, get to speak, uh, I think, on Saturday at 3.30. I'll be oh, doing a little really? speaking engagement with... Uh, I'm, watching the, uh, I'm watching it online. I'm signing up for the, uh, the online version of it. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. So I'll be doing that. And uh, the... Oh, yeah. I put a link in... Oh, no, that's the... Don't click that link. Delete that. <laughs> Don't click that link I just put in there. Or that will put you in the show. <laughs> oh, shit. It's all right. I won't accept you. Uh, here's the link for the PDF. If you guys follow us on Patreon.com, thank you guys so much for your support. Bill's workout of the week was last week. I will be posting my workout of the week today after we get off here. So, you get a little uh, chase programming this week. Again, that's just part of being a subscriber to our Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash get with the programming. Uh, if you guys like to support us more than you already do, it's six bucks a month. You guys get a workout of the week. We also will post the PDF because when we do these reads, we highlight them, mark some of the important things. And if you guys are studying, say, for your level three, uh, I've heard actually this is great stuff for those that have been taking the tests. They really enjoy so great. this content. So we'll post the marked up version of these PDFs. We'll post them on our Patreon page, which you guys will have access to uh, by being a supporter. So we would appreciate that. Uh, it definitely goes a long way. It allows us to do all of these little things that we do uh, for you guys. So thank you guys for jumping in. We will see you Friday at 1030 a.m. Pacific or 1230 p.m. Central. Uh, Bill, pumped to get back on the road with the uh, CrossFit Games uh, same, or the CrossFit dude, Journal. Same. Super pumped. Fired up. All right, team. See you Friday.